0: Today
1: on CodePen Radio. Hello everybody, CodePen Radio number 375. I have a special guest, maker of many incredible uh, uh, pens on CodePen, really an animation expert if there ever was one. It's Craig Roblowski. How you doing, Craig? I am doing great. How you doing, Chris? Good, good, good. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Sound great, you know? Not everybody has an amazing microphone and knows how to use it, but the people out there appreciate it, I'm sure. Well,
0: we do what we can.
1: Yep. Uh, 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 Mr. Point C on CodePen, if you're if you're not following Craig, of course, the link will be in the show notes. What is Point C anyway? That's your. It's a part of your Twitter name, too.
0: Uh, point C is just a, a weird little name I, I gave myself many years ago on a different forum. Uh-huh. Um, I, I used to do a lot of video production, and I had to pick a username, and everybody says, you know, you get from point A to point B. I said, well, I'll just, I'll go a little further and we'll go to point C.
1: <laughs> I get it it.
0: It, it. it just stuck from that point. I, I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything, but my first name is Craig. So the C works as well there too.
1: Yeah, totally. Sometimes people's usernames follow them. You know, you never know. And they're like, I don't know. It was my AOL instant messenger name. Or right, right. Yeah. Why change it now? You know, exactly. I always wanted to. I always wanted to change CSS Tricks to something else because it, uh, you know, it started to transcend that pretty early on in its existence. But I never did get around to it. You might not have that problem on your website, motiontricks.com. No dash, unfortunately. So.
0: Well, I do have the dash, but it also it just forwards to the, the non-dash.
1: Oh, classy. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So tell me about, uh, you know, there's so many things to talk about here. One of them is that, you, you know, you said, oh, I, you know, do video production and perhaps still doing stuff. A lot of times what we know about each other, what I know of people because they're on CodePen is like, oh, they're a web, they're a web person. You know, they do web stuff. But almost everybody has other stuff they do, you know, and in your case, it's, uh, it's running a business.
0: I'll give you the, the quick, uh, quick version sure. uh, Uh, I started out as a a kid, uh, in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, got a TRS 80 on my desk and fell in love with computers and, you know, the calculator
1: that you could program kind of Uh, thing. Oh no, no, not
0: even the TRS 80 from radio shack. They, one one of the first personal computers back then we, we wrote basic programs and uh, recorded them on audio cassette. So, you know, those were good times, but (laughs) so I was in love with computers from a little kid, but, uh, you know, there was no internet at that time and anything. So I just moved into uh video production cause I'm, I just love movies and stuff. So I moved into video production that led to photography and, and my wife and I ran a, a photography studio for about 15 years and we shut that down in about Oh eight, I think. And then I moved back into uh computers, websites, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, the video production kind of morphed into uh you know, going away from going out and shooting video to just making animated videos. So that's what we still do. So my day job is is making websites and making animated explainer videos.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. And it's not always, i mean how often do you get to use web stuff in the video itself i mean you, they're kind of different mediums in a way
0: yeah they very much are um you know half my day is building websites the other half is you know with the video production and, and yeah. animation stuff like that but we were fortunate enough to make the explainer videos for greensock.com so you know no kidding kinda, really kinda crossed you loop. did yeah. those
1: oh that's awesome like can and then when they have a new release, the release videos are them or you or no,
0: nope, that one's all Cassie these days. She's uh she's amazing at doing that stuff. So
1: yeah, Cassie Evans. We've had her on the show, I believe, and at least I've talked to her before. Um, okay, fascinating. So cool. And then so, <clears throat> so you got you, you got your job uh with your wife, making video, doing websites as well through that video, but then also I don't know, doing creative stuff on the side. You mentioned green sock. So that's part part of your life, right, as just a a fan and forum moderator and just, <laughs> I'm sure, heavy user of?
0: Oh, absolutely. That uh, When we got back into websites, it was just HTML, CSS. I didn't really mm-hmm. mess with JavaScript a whole lot. Tried that a few times, got the books out. But it's just, so, you know, sometimes the JavaScript book can be very dry. It, uh, it's just con- <laughs> concepts, you know. So one day I kind of bumbled into the Green Sock Forum, started reading a little bit in there, and, you know, it, it has this this vibe of being so much friendlier than the rest of the Internet. So I kind of lurked in the shadows for quite some time until I was brave enough to put a question on there. And lo and behold, no one called me, you know, dumb or anything like that. <laughs> right. So you go, hey, this, this place is kind of unique. And from there, I just I started answering some questions on the forum and, you know, you kind of get addicted to it because every time someone asks a question, you end up learning a lot. Just answering their question or you, you see how they do things, which you go, hey, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know we could do that.
1: Right. That's a just a great way of putting it. Is that you're like, you can, you, I, I don't know, at some point in your knowledge journey, you reach this point where you know enough about the technology where it doesn't mean that you know everything. In fact, you've probably learned that you know very little, but you have this like base skill set that like you could learn anything ish, you know, so I can imagine somebody leaving a post that's like, how do I make this eagle fly down around the mountain or something? You don't automatically know how the eagle's going to fly around the mountain, but you're like, but I bet I could figure it out.
0: Yeah. The the forum questions that, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll get that kind of question though, is, you know, I just saw this website where, you know, XYZ happened. How do I do it? You know, and that and that's where Jack over at the Green Sock Forum kind of puts the brakes on things like, you know, we're happy to answer all your Green Sock questions over here, but to guide you from, you know, start to finish on a complete website or an effect – no, we uh, really can't do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I mean, I guess. I guess people could help each other do that, but the, but the like employed green sock people maybe shouldn't be spending their time on that.
0: Well, some of those threads can get uh, pretty long over there, but uh, you know, we 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 try to help even if it's not green sock related sometimes. But sometimes mm-hmm. the, the threads will just go on for post after post, day after day, and, and you just gotta kind of cut that off after a while
1: yeah i get it i saw one from you just the other day you sent me some interesting pens that we can talk about but as an example of one that looked like you know i I think more explicitly came from a question in the forums i think i saw a tweet that was like yeah so the pen itself is it says motiontricks.com your website Mm -hmm. everybody go check it out and it's white on black But as you scroll down, white wipes across the screen, a classic horizontal wipe. But the text behind it then moves from to black on white. And it's like, how the heck would you do that? You know, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a couple of different ways. I think of like, I don't know, blend mode filters and stuff in CSS. But but it it sounds like that started life as something like that, a GreenSock forum thread. And you're like, I'm going to do it.
0: I'm gonna figure you are out. absolutely right. That's that's probably half my pens start that way. Yeah, uh, there's some kind of question over there, but that one definitely did. The challenge was um, I want to invert this text on scroll, but I don't want to use a duplicate element. You know, using a duplicate element, mm. is very, you know, you can do that very easily. But with a CSS variable and one tween, it you know it was no problem at all.
1: I see. Yeah, I see. It looks like it's not using a blend mode it's using a gradient behind the text and it's one of those hard stop in the middle gradients and then you move the position of that gradient with a custom property that surely comes from javascript yeah clever clever we try (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good one though um cool, and no duplicate elements you really hit every 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 everything on there so what is what else about motion tricks though? well, like what is that website? What does it do for you?
0: Uh, motion tricks is just more of an extension I think of my work in the forum um I used to write these really long, detailed posts of hey mm-hmm. you know, hey, green soccer here's something really cool you can do. And I'd put a bunch of code pins in there, of course. And <laughs> but the forum is so busy; those posts would eventually just get lost, you know. After mm-hmm. a week, they're you know they're twelve pages in. So I thought, well, I, I probably should, you know, move these over to some sort of blog or something. So I took the really big step of registering a domain name, and then I <laughs> sat on that for another three years before I actually did anything. <laughs>
1: But you got it. I think that's a great reasoning. You want to surface stuff. You already did the work, you know, you'd have, and, and and theoretically maybe if the post is good enough that it, you know, shows up high in search results whether on forum or through Google or other search engines or something. But still, like that's a big if and Right. Yeah. I think it's nice that you get, get more of the the benefit out of it how'd you build the site
0: uh it's just built on wordpress um i, I really didn't take a ton of time building it that's kind of motion tricks 1.0 if you will mm. there is a remodel coming and it's it's kind of at the crossroads right now do i want to try and monetize this i've been writing a lot recently but it's all dedicated to a course i'm building for Greensock. but it's uh it's been a lot of work and a long time coming so I'm just debating if I wanna really keep going with that and monetize this or just put up another, you know, um uh, twenty or thirty posts up there and, and just call it good and call it a hobby. But yeah, so we're I at see. crossroads right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think about it too hard, would be my <laughs> advice. You know, it's not like it's not like you choose to monetize it. It's um uh, it's just that way forever, you know.
0: Right, right.
1: Uh but but yeah yeah i understand but that's even that is more of a clutch kind of one time choice for you is to what are you going to pay wall and what are you not going to you know right. if you give it all away it's a little harder to take it away and be like oops sorry that's paid Big, now Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But sure yeah heck yeah you got a bunch of knowledge make some money off of it especially this kind of passive knowledge cuz it sounds like you are you are I think I maybe it was before the show started but you've been running your own business for 30 years you said
0: Correct we had the uh, photo studio for about 15 and now we've had our uh, our uh, our day job it's mm-hmm. called sleepy dog media um, and I've had that for about 15 years now. So, yeah, I've been self-employed for about 30 years.
1: Long time, but it sounds like that kind of work is mostly one-off, right? I, you get a knock on your door, an email or something, and you do the work, and you send the invoice, and you get paid. It's just a different category of business to be selling something that just makes money while you sleep, you know, which is pretty cool.
0: Well, you know, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hopefully hopefully the website is a joy to, to 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 travel around the uh it says this logo does tricks and you can you can click on one two three four five and see the logo go through interesting things the navigation has interesting things it does it makes uh it proves the point right in the header which i think is important like especially if you're going to be selling a course or something through here you better uh you know walk the walk and uh you are indeed doing that.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Thanks.
1: Sure. Let's talk about some of your pens because you you use CodePen as well. Like you said, most of your pens start as a Green Sock forum answer, it sounds like. But there's lots of creativity on display here and lots of pens that have gotten pretty darn popular, I'd say. Uh, speaking of really, uh, maybe all of them are Green Sock. I don't know. I haven't clicked through and investigated every single one of them. But there's one that's pretty simple here of the shape of a fox. It's called Simple Fox Morph, created with AI Puppet Warp. Tell me about that.
0: That uh, yeah, that was another one that started on the forum. Um, someone was asking about uh, SVG Morph, which is one of the plugins over there, and they were trying to morph this shape. And it, I can't remember if it was a fox or a dog, but anyway, I don't think most people are aware. In AI, you do have the Puppet tool. So for a silhouette like that fox, does that mean Illustrator? AI, Yes, AI. I'm sorry. Yep, yeah. Illustrator. And you just, uh, you can use the Puppet Warp tool by just popping a few pins into your silhouette like that. Just tilt the head, which is all I did on that fox ever so slightly, while the pins hold the rest of the body in place. Then re-export a new path and then just morph between the two paths. And the beauty wow. is, the beauty is, it's it's got the same number of points, the start path and the end path. So Green Sox SVG Morph just you know, it's buttery smooth. It's just perfect.
1: Right. Isn't it? But is it, it's the fact that it has the same number of points means that theoretically you could do this animation in CSS.
0: Absolutely. The,
1: the part of the is part of the brilliance of the GSAP plugin is that it actually kinda doesn't matter if it has the same number of points,
0: right? No, it doesn't. You can you can definitely use a varying number of points between the two target paths, but if if you can make them the same i will guarantee you'll get a buttery smooth animation every time
1: right cuz then greensock doesn't have to like invent a point and then it's like where should i invent said point exactly should, should i do it on its toe or its tail and you you probably don't have a lot of control over that although it does offer you some degree of control i forget i'm sure you know intimately how it all works um f- i will say f- um it, this is a little eye-opening in that when the fox, you know, dips down to, you know, take a bite of a, another fox, I don't know what it's doing, <laughs> right. taking a drink of right. water, let's say, right. it looks great, you know, it, lo- it and and it's interesting that this is this morph of two tools, Illustrator's puppet warp tool, which I haven't actually used, but I can imagine what you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, Illustrator has pretty advanced vector manipulation tools in it. so you're making a variation of this original fox that bends its heads down. You didn't like necessarily hand move every single point. You're using some helper tool in Illustrator. I know I'm just saying what you already said, but it's so interesting to me. And then you kind of get like infinite keyframes between them, essentially, which I I think is interesting. I think of like if some old, you know, old timer Disney animator working with pen and ink or something was to draw this fox, they'd maybe put what, I know, what are two keyframes maybe hand drawn between this, but you, there is no keyframes necessarily here though like the morph is just gonna kind
0: of infinitely morph it just does its green sock magic, you
1: know so uh... and i also often think of like when I've played with morphing in the past, I'm like I'm gonna morph this star into a push pin shape. And it's still satisfying, and in fact, extra amazing, because I'm like, how the heck does that work? You know, that it changes into it. It, it. So to see this fox make a morph that isn't a fox into an elephant or something, it's just a fox into a slightly different fox shape, and it's uh, somehow extra amazing to me. Like, oh my gosh, I could make like a little scene or something, and you know, that... I don't know, it evokes it evokes kind of like cartoonish animation, not these like drastic changes.
0: Right. So it's got you thinking now, right? It um, does! All right.
1: It makes me want to crack open Illustrator and play with that puppet warp tool or something. Right. This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Notion. Learn more and get started for free at Notion.com slash CodePen That's Notion.com slash CodePen to help you take the first step toward an organized, happier team today. Have you not heard of Notion? Have you not used it? It's one of my favorite apps of the last decade. It's got to be. It's kind of an all-in-one collaboration tool. You can use it alone, so it could be just collaborating with yourself. But I feel like Notion really shines in a collaborative way because it's kind of like you invite somebody to a team or a workspace on Notion, and then things are shared. People can have their private stuff, but a lot the value of it to me is is, is how shared things can be. And I say all in one tool. It doesn't really feel like that, but it ends up being that you can do a lot of workplace organization that like what are we talking about what are we working on what's up next how do we stay organized and keep kind of a ourselves in the share a same brain a little bit notion is a little bit like a shared brain for your workspace and i love that about it at at its root it's just uh, custom documents but it's really so much more than that it's worth checking out notion.com code pen thanks so much for the support um, yeah, sorry, I don't know if you <laughs> like spending so much time on a fox. There's probably pens here that are a little more um, robust in what they do, perhaps, you know, the very first one in this collection. I in fact, you know, Craig, you made this collection. So I'll put the link to the collection itself. <laughs> in the show notes assuming that's okay with you oh absolutely yeah so the very first one in there as I speak you know collections can be added to and reordered at any time but it's one called the wavy numbers gauge uh, that's you know it's one that you've also wrote about on motiontricks.com so not only can you see the demo see the code but you can see Craig or read Craig explain the thing it's like a input type range right i'm dragging this this uh, slider between 0 and 20 so um fair enough but it's more fun than that right Absolutely. <laughs> the numbers kind of bulge away from it or whatever what what's the story behind this
0: one that one actually did not start on the greensock forum um that came <laughs> oddly enough from it's an after effects plugin called easy rulers Mm-hmm. And they have some things like that. So I was I was working with that on a, an explainer video one day. And I wondered how I would do that with some SVGs and, you know, a little green sock magic behind the scenes. And that's how that one came about. So it's just, you know, why have this ordinary little slider? We can have a slider with the numbers doing this uh, this big sine wave as you pull the indicator underneath it. So I think it looks mm-hmm. pretty cool
1: it does it does look cool. it's one of those it's it's like uh the definition of kind of like side effects with with interaction right like it's it's like not just you know you're getting animation on the thing that you're interacting with and then other things are reacting to what you're animated with and in this case. Very directly than like the number right across. You know, like if I'm, if I slide it to number 10, number 10 is the highest thing in the way. But all the way down to four on the left and 16 on the right, the numbers are also being affected just to a lesser degree. So it's just just very satisfying to use. You know, I'm curious with all the video production stuff you do, certainly you use stuff. I mean, I think you quite literally said it like you use After Effects too, right? Correct. All right. So you have all this After Effects skill that not ne- web people don't necessarily have. Were you, did you go through a period of being excited about uh, like Lottie or whatever they call it, which is like, oh, I can use my After Effects skills and just plunk it over to the web?
0: Lottie, yeah, Lottie is pretty cool. Um, I actually haven't gotten too far into it. Um, I don't know. I just spend so much time on, on Green Sock and the forum and, and using that. Right, And, you know, with the day job with After Effects, I just, I don't know. I haven't had time to dive too far into Lottie, but you know, that's that's always the way, right? There's just not enough hours in the day to get it all done. So but, Yeah, you know, Lottie, for sure. Lottie's cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, interesting to to hear you say that. Because it you know, it's there's always a more of a reason, you know? Like not that I, I totally agree. There's not enough hours in the day. But I feel like if you you've seen it, right? So if you liked what you saw more than you did, you probably would have <laughs> spend more time with it you know that's, not, not that's, anything that's against fair. lottie yeah <laughs> right right i just got this feeling that like you people do after effects work and then you export it and it's like oh cool it's on the web but like that's it then you know it's kind of a it's not maybe as as fun or dynamic or interesting as is working with the animation in green sock in a pen itself because it's by the time lottie's over there you're you can't touch it as far as i know yeah
0: Right. I mean, you know, that's that's the only difference there with uh with After Effects and making a video like that. It's a very linear experience. The the user really can't interact with it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the with, with pens and, and green sock and that, of course, we can make it, you know, completely dynamic and interactive. They can mess with it all day long, but
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like everything, like the timeline itself, like the literal code, you know, you can change that. And then you could, if you wanted to, and I'm sure you've done and seen other people do, you can, you can say like, ah, you could change the code, but I'm actually going to make it easier for you to change the code. Like, here's just a bunch of variables at the top of the JavaScript, for example, or some, a slider right on the pen itself to change those values. And these days you can even start offering that stuff through CSS and custom properties.
0: Absolutely so cool <laughs> all
1: right you pick one now what's one that you want to talk about in your from your collection
0: I don't know I've always kind of been partial to the uh, the cursive handwriting burger animation button or burger button
1: mm-hmm the one that says menu underneath it in cursive yeah, you know just
0: because yeah. it it it's you know we've got the animation of a burger button which are of course ubiquitous all over the web but I just I just thought a little handwriting underneath it so you know you have that. Text indicator too of you know what is this? It's open, it's closed, and it—I don't know—it just uses one of my uh, my favorite uh, GreenSock plugins, Draw SVG, which is. Mm-hmm. Always a, a joy to use. So, yeah, that's one of my all-time favorites.
1: Yeah, really clever. I, I I don't even remember seeing this right when it came out. So I'm glad you you brought it up here. I can attempt to do it for the for the audio people out there. Like Craig said, an animated burger. You've seen it a million times, but this one is really classy. You know the the the, the you know the X itself kind of goes on a little journey to. <laughs> to out and around and back again to, to, to kind of make the burger and there's always that that the thing that you got to deal with it's like well an X only has two lines but a burger's got three so what are we <laughs> gonna do here and it's elegantly handled here it kind of disappears and comes back but that's not the the beautiful thing about this pen. The beautiful thing is the cursive, like Craig said. It says menu and lowercase cursive and then as you click it, it kind of it doesn't morph, it draws like Craig pointed out. It's a different plugin at use here. So I'm imagining what you did, and let me see how close I get in my guess, is that you made a vector path probably in Illustrator, because clearly you have a use Illustrator that was both the word close and menu in one big long Vector art, and then you draw some portion of that path.
0: Yeah, look at you—you you, you got look the at- <laughs> points right there. Good job.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't even thought of that. It's so great. So you take close menu, one big long vector string, and then you say, "Okay, please colorize a portion of that string." And the reason that's possible, isn't it? Isn't it a? I mean, I'm tempted to call it a CSS property, but I'm, I guess it maybe it even manifests in in the SVG attributes is probably the more correct way to to refer to it as is that you can dash a line in svg and low and invo- you know probably when it was invented people are like ah oh, yeah it's a vector line people will probably want to dash it and, and then as soon as they deliver that which i'm sure was like you know 1994 or whatever svg is very old that people used it not to necessarily make dashes, but to make really super long dashes <laughs> that essentially draw portions of a an element instead of the whole thing. I wonder exactly. if they foresaw that. You know,
0: know.
1: <laughs> uh, beautiful pen though. I've heard, that's a mandatory. Everybody check that out. It is very cool. very cool how that works. Well, thank you. Uh, begging for a tutorial. It probably already exists on page three hundred ninety seven. <laughs> Green Sock forums, right. probably 3,097. Uh, okay let 's let 's do another one parallax s v g view boxes those are three of my favorite words on the web. Right.
0: right
1: Some people react a little negatively to parallax because it it sometimes is attached to the concept of scroll jacking where things don 't scroll in a way that you kind of expect them to on the web, but usually it 's not the biggest offender you know It usually just means i don 't know slow down this background image as I scroll away. You know, it's it's not it's not inherently scroll jacking, and it's usually a pretty beautiful effect. I often think of web pages that have multiple layers, and as you scroll down, the layers move at a different speed. Isn't that
0: the definition of parallax? That like
1: Sonic the Hedgehog, whatever.
0: That sounds <laughs> right on the money to me. I, I
1: don't know. Okay, so what's happening here? um Instead of up and down, it's left and right, which is probably you know if we're talking parallax origins was probably more common because it probably had roots in the kind of side-scrolling video game thing. But And then how does it affect, how does SVG and view box play into it?
0: Well, it's actually uh, three SVGs stacked on top of each other and we're animating the view box of each one just a little bit differently, one just a little further than the next and so on. So you get that, that cool back and forth parallax by uh, using the dragger there. Yeah, And you can see the little aliens and doing their things, but (laughs) I'm not really sure why I made that one. It was a few years back, but I can't remember if it was something on the forum or just. You know, something I'm just kind of a sci-fi geek. So I said, well, we can put some aliens here. Let's see what happens. But
1: I do seem to remember a couple of years ago, animating the view box had a had a little heyday in popularity. Right. I can't remember why exactly. I, I do not I remember. I think it was maybe bustle dot com or something. Some uh, made these like quizzes and they were really unique in that, you know, they made one huge, just absolutely massive SVG, and, like, there'd be a question in one tiny little spot of that SVG, and as you answer the question, it might take you to position X or position Y, or, you know, somewhere different on the thing. And, the ca- you know, the quote-unquote camera would kind of zoom out and then zoom back down into the next question, and it did so by animating the view box, which was actually, like, kind of easy oh
0: yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think that it was kind of a a clever thing because i think you look at that and you're like oh my god i don't what whatever technology powers this is you know insane but it's actually not it's just animating a couple of numbers
0: oh yeah not... the view box animation is quite easy and it looks like we're pretty much getting that in css now right with the uh, what's it called? uh yeah
1: object view box object view? yeah yeah so Object-view-box, cool. I think. Yeah, certainly, certainly an animatable. Hopefully they'll make it one of those animatable properties that's like inherently performant, you know? That would be I, good. <laughs> I sort of doubt it. It will be, but maybe. Um, all right, so, in, in, but, you know, you had multiple ways of doing this. You could have taken those layers... And animated them with CSS and just moved their like Translate X property or something too, right?
0: But absolutely could have. Um mm-hmm. you know, I'm just I'm kind of a green sock addict. I'm a little biased. So <laughs> that's that's what I reach well, for. Well once first. you're an SVG,
1: maybe just stay an SVG, you know? Right. I don't know. There's something about about keeping the technology together that's sure. uh that's kind of cool. Uh, all right so so what's you know what's what's motivating you these days i mean it, it sounds like you kind of got a good thing going right you're doing work, doing creative things, sticking around some forums with positive people that you like
0: oh absolutely the The green sock forum is uh if you 've never been there and posted a question i i I say go for it i I will guarantee you you're not going to be made to feel bad um I mean we mm-hmm. all know there's places on the interwebs where you can post a question and <laughs> People won't be kind, shall we say, sometimes. But over there, you're, you're just going to get this positive experience, and it doesn't matter whether this is your first day of using uh, GSAP or your, you know, you have something super complex. Uh, you, you're going to get an answer, and it's just a warm, welcoming community. So I, I love hanging out over there. It's been a moderator for about six years now, I think, and mm-hmm. I'm not quitting anytime soon. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Yeah. It really, it's just eye opening. You know, what you tend to see in your work, but i mean, you know, a lot of that is informed by these forums and just green sock people in general, is like web experiences that are, you know, for lack of a better word, atypical. You know, you're like, holy cow, you know, you can do that on the web. I imagine, you know, that's the real benefit I see is that. Opening your brain to like p- possibilities on the web beyond you know the the basic kind of stuff I tend to see and do uh, you know put some text on a page or something you know and you then you browse Craig's profile here and you're like what there's like a a black and white sketch image of a room and I can move my cursor over it and it transforms into a colorized photograph of right. the room or whatever right. you're like what right. is that pretty 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 cool and 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 then and then basking in the kind of intersection of of svg and the rest of web content too you know i i know that i've tried to make that point on this this show because we do end up talking about GreenSock a lot there's just a lot of co- green sock beautiful work on CodePen, and, and a lot there are 10 it, how do I say this? Like SVG comes up a lot too. And I almost worry that it feels like GreenSock is an SVG animation library. And it's like not right. They have cool plugins for some SVG stuff, but GreenSock in a way just kind of doesn't care what it's animating.
0: No, GreenSock, Sock, uh, you know, at the heart of it is just a property manipulator, which is just, you know, a fancy way of saying it's a, it's a counter, but it just does it perfectly. Of course we have all the plugins. You know, draw SVG, morph SVG and all that. Mm-hmm. but uh no you can you can animate svg dom elements canvas it, it really doesn't matter if javascript can touch it in any way shape or form greensock can animate it um, yeah it's it's gsap is like this super fancy sports car that'll drive 300 miles an hour but the barrier to learning to drive it is mm-hmm. very low you know if you just want to hop in the sports car and drive it to the grocery store and back that's fine if you just want to you know uh, sequence a bunch of uh, divs moving around the screen it can do that if you want to get super fancy effects and mm-hmm. morphing and draw svg and use the flip plug-in and scroll trigger you know it'll do that it's but you you can jump in and be animating something within just you know an hour of learning how to uh, use the basics
1: right well that's a heck of a sales pitch we'll leave it at that <laughs> Thanks so much, Craig, for coming on the show. Uh, Check out, uh, uh, you know, follow Craig at point C on CodePen or Craig underscore point C on Twitter and and check the website at motiontricks.com with or
0: without the dash.
1: And (laughs) anything else you want to... Uh, uh, leave as advice or final words for everybody, Craig?
0: Oh, uh, no, just wanted to thank you for making CodePen, because uh, honestly, I couldn't do my work without it. It's it's all over motion tricks with my uh, tutorials, and of course, everything we answer over in GreenSock always mm. requires a, a CodePen demo, so great job on that, sir.
1: Fantastic. Really appreciate you coming on, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks
0: for having me.